Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Go Lions, hashtag 2023 Grand Finals. Oh yes, he's back after a massive week last week and including a game where he was still hobbling around injured but picked up 34 touches uh, in the uh, local comp. I am speaking of Mitch Robinson. Robbo, very good morning to you. Yeah, let's go. Thanks for having me, guys. <laughs> more, important, more importantly, more importantly, what, what's happening with you leading into Q Clash? Because it's a massive uh, game this weekend. SEN's got the call. You've got to be part of it. But you've been part of the last eight Q Clashes. Are these games a manufactured rivalry or is there a bit of hate in amongst this between the locals? No, I don't, I don't think it was manufactured at all. I think... And, uh, it's been built over. We always see the Gold Coast Suns as little brothers, so we haven't really. Um, no, I don't. I don't know the win-loss ratio, but it feels like we got the wood over them. But they're playing some good footy. Um, they've had a lot of chances this year to be higher at the ladder, and they've lost a few close games and stuff. So it's not going to be an easy walk on the park for the Brisbane Lions. So yes, I am commentating Saturday night. I'm very excited. I'm going to try and not be biased about the Lions and how they're going. I'm going to say it how I see it. I'm excited. All right, how did you see the Essendon game on the weekend? It wasn't the highest quality. (laughs) Oh, mate, it was a snooze fest. I nearly fell asleep, to be honest. Um, No, the first half was obviously really low scoring, so it wasn't that enticing, but the Lions could have put them away a lot earlier with if they were accurate, especially in the second quarter. They uh, missed a lot. I think think they kicked six points in the second quarter, Mm. um, all from basically set shots. So... We expected the result to be, you know, 30, 40 points or whatever whatever it was, um, you know, when we did the predictions before the game. And it was good. Joey put on a clinic. He kicked six goals. Lockie Neal dominated with 30-plus touches. Will Ashcroft was up there again. He's uh, he's playing some great footy. And we had a chat to him after the game. And I know you're going to talk about the, the potential of him winning his dad's medal, which is crazy. Um, but, yeah, the, what, what, what happened in the game is what we expected. Um, Essendon had a few outs leading into the game um, with injuries. Late, 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 um, late players coming out of that game, so it was, it was always going to be tough for him. Yeah, but it should have been still. You, if you're a professional footballer, you'd be able to catch the ball when it comes to you, and both teams were guilty of that. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know if it was the ground was it looked like a dewy from where we were sitting, but I think it was meant to rain, so it didn't in the end. But yeah, it seemed like the skills went on for what it should be, um, especially for two teams that are pretty high up the ladder and they're going to push the finals. So. Oh, I'm just going to put that game down to that it was a boring one and, and we'll move on from it. But, um, yeah, I, I don't know. As I said, Essendon had a few outs and, and the Lions. Sometimes when you play teams that you think you'll beat, it can be a little bit scrappy and um, that's what it was for the majority of the game. But Lions got the four points is what they want to do. They've won six straight now and Essendon lost three in a row, maybe four in a row now, which is um, a little bit doom and gloom for them. But they should get a few players back and be able to have a crack again soon. Mm. All right. Now, Robbo, we have uh, Greg on the line who wants to uh, come into play here. Greg, good morning to you. How you going, guys? Very well. How you going, 
Uh, first yeah, of all, Greg. I'd like to say thank you for the thank you for the tickets last week. My son really enjoyed the uh, Lions game. Oh, mate, no, they're too easy. That's uh, that is uh, our absolute pleasure. What um, what, uh, what was the highlight for so, you um, and the you and the little one? Uh, so he was a little bit confused about uh, the booing from the Essendon fans every time Denaher had a shot at gold, and no one's mentioned it this week at all. Oh, I'm not sure. Are you a Brisbane Lions fan, Greg? I'm a West Coast fan. <laughs> oh, you'd be struggling. Okay. You'd be jumping yeah. on that Lions bandwagon. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's yeah that that's pretty tough to be going for West Coast right now. But no, the the reason during the week it was actually well um, publicised about the booing of um, champions and and the discussion around former players who might have left their original club to go to a new new facility, and um, that's what Joe Danaher was all about. He left the Essendon Bombers and. His last name's pretty much royalty at the Essendon Football Club, and when he came up here, he, he had, uh, he's extending his career and had a great great career up in Brisbane Lions. So usually players, when they leave teams to go to another team, they get booed off the bat, and and I think it's happened a couple of times now for Joe, and it doesn't help when he's got the ball in his hand for a majority of the game and he's kicked six goals. So he's definitely rubbing salt in the wounds there, <laughs> but uh, that's a common occurrence in the AFL. Hey, Greg, can I ask you, um, what was the, the crowd like? I mean, obviously, majority Lions fans, but there was a fairly healthy Essendon base there. Is, is that what we're gleaning out of this? Yeah, mate. Yeah, there was. Uh, I reckon it was a good 60-40 split, and it was really quiet from the Lions fans until about midway through the third quarter. Yeah, well, the way they were the way they were playing both teams, it was uh, it was a tad on the ordinary side. And uh, and look, I, I wasn't there to see it in person because uh, of the Padua dinner, which I mentioned a little bit earlier. But I was able to watch the uh, the, the highlights and the replays. Um, and I even thought, um, well, sitting down to watch the replays and the highlights of what are they? Eighteen minutes on on, on Foxtel. Uh, someone said you, you're not going to get the eighteen minutes because there wasn't that many highlights in the. <laughs> That could fill the eighteen minutes. I went, oh, okay, and that's about right. Yeah, yeah, all right. Yeah, My, Hey, Greg, appreciate the call, and uh, and I'm I'm glad you and the, the little bloke uh, enjoyed the game. But but hey, Robbo brings back up the the what we were talking about last week about booing. Um, it's just part of the game, isn't it? If you're a a champion of the game, and it comes back to every hero needs a villain. For Bombers fans, Joe Danaher is a villain. Yeah, and the majority of the game that was getting um getting the you know the fans and supporters into it because Joe kicked the first two goals for the Brisbane Lions, so he was obviously um implementing himself pretty pretty much into that game off the bat. So they got the fans into it. It gave, it gave when he was getting booed, the actual Lions fans were cheering as well, trying to overpower the boos. So I thought that was pretty fun, funny, and and being a fan of the game now, not playing it like that kind of stuff for supporters is always a bit of fun and. And gets them involved in the game in, in in a manner that they usually wouldn't be able to. So, yeah, for some for some cases, it makes a lot of sense. Like, um, you know, past players going to new clubs or um, someone who might have done a dog act in, during the game, they're going to get booed, and you got to expect it. Or, or little legends like Mitch Robinson, Dane Zorko, who were just antagonists and just get booed for the fun of it. So, um, I, I like it. I like the booing thing. I, I hate the, they're trying to tell people not to boo. Um, they're kind of just saying like telling your kid not to play with a PowerPoint. Like, that's just what's going to happen or play with the windows in the car. Like, you just, I don't think, unless it's actually got some 
serious connotations to it. I don't think that you can be out there telling you know, supporters what to do when that's been a part of the game since, what, 1870, I'd say. It is Tuesday morning, half past 10. In fact, it's 10.33. Mitch Robinson, uh, my guest, as he always is on a Tuesday. The Coast, they've won three of their last four games. They sit 11th on the ladder, so just one win out of the eight. We are going to dissect Q-Clash uh, coming up next, but right now it is time for a news hit. 13, 13, 55, 04, 6, 7, 7, 3, 6, 7, 3, 6. Crash Craddock, not too far away. I want to run the rule through the international calendar of cricket that has come out and uh, obviously the uh, well, the discussion around playing on Australia Day as well. I've got to give you some clues too for the quiz, which is coming up. Uh, I know Robbo is standing by. Uh, let me see. I'm going to give you an answer to the last man standing quiz. I'm not going to tell you which question, but I'm going to give you an answer. Um Rugby sevens. Rugby sevens, yes. And if you've been listening to the show today and last week, a lot of these answers will be very clear to you. Uh, Robbo, the Suns and Lions, where will it be won on Saturday night? Yeah, I think it's a, a matter of... It's, everyone always says it's a midfield battle, and I think that's going to be the case, territory especially, but the forwards, I think it's going to be one or loss in the forwards because the Brisbane Lions have got that many avenues of goal, it's it's hard to stop. You've got Joey Danaher kicking the six and you can get Eric Hidwood pop up. And you've got Link McCarthy, who's a sprinkler, who'll just pop out of nowhere. Charlie Cameron had a very quiet night. Andy McGrath did an amazing job on him. Did you just call Link McCarthy a sprinkler? Yeah, pop up a sprinkler. It's like when they're, when they're watering the, the ground, they just pop up from nowhere and you kick a couple of goals. <laughs> That's outstanding. You can use that if you want. You I, I will. That future, Is that his nickname yeah. around the club? No, I just thought of it then because I'm a mad dog. Yeah, no, um, <laughs> But, yeah, no, honestly, honestly, I think, like, I don't know if the Gold Coast Suns have the, enough tall timber out down back to be able to stop the Brisbane Lions, and, and their midfield is humming at the moment. And Took Miller not being in there, uh, I think that's a big loss for them. Yeah, yeah, it is. And, and speak about that rivalry, I mean, we remember when Zorkson uh, refused to shake Took Miller's hand, uh, Stephen May yeah. cleaned up Steph Martin, yeah. put him in an ambulance. Yeah. So I, I reckon, and, and you know, the... Nick Robinson when he called them soft. <laughs> yeah. He coughed he coughed them from fags in a meeting too for saying that. <laughs> that was the funniest thing. I was like, why is Robbo doing interviews? No. Which Robbo? Never, Wrong Robbo. No, no, Nick Robbo. I know. Nick Robbo. Not not Mitch the Robbo. <laughs> nah, but no, nah, it, it, it is building. It's slowly building, but you need both teams to be competitive in, in top eight of the ladder because if one team's just winning all the time, which in recent times that's the Lions, mm. it's not really a rivalry. So you got like I don't think we're ever get ever get to, you know, the the big four clubs in Victoria to be those rivalry type games, but it's slowly building and within time if the Gold Coast start winning more games and climbing that ladder like like I believe they can, um, that's when it starts popping off and you start seeing good crowds and more views um, on that game itself. So if if hey, if Gold Coast win this week, holy, that's a big talking point. Yeah, massive. Uh, they you'd think they'd have to be climbing into the eight after that. And you have a look around. I mean, yep. ben, ben King up front, he's back, he's fit and yep. firing. He, he's kicking goals like it's uh, no one's business. No, Anderson, he was uh, right up there. And Rowley, we know um, they just yeah, uh, the, just dominate. The goat. Yeah, the, exactly. <laughs> okay, all right. Pre-match rituals, Robbo. We know, we know. Oh. Chewing on grass is Matt Rowell's thing. Did you have one, or yeah. what's the weirdest you've seen? <laughs> No, no, mate. Nothing compares to that. That's that's a whole nother ball game. But no, I had nothing. I literally because I try to make it as like cool, calm, as collected as possible. The only thing is, 
my family know not to talk to me or come near because I just I'm that angry during the day and I'll just pretty much just bite their head off. So I pretty much just stick to myself. There's no rituals because I find that if I've had a if I don't get a little nap in or something something goes wrong and then that's when you start playing mind games with yourself. So I'm just like, you know what, I wake up when I want, go for a walk, or if I want to play computer games all day, I'll do that. So that was my that was my day leading into it. But these big games you might tend to like get a little bit of nerves rolling in around Friday night and then bang, it's a big game. And you get it out of you by eating grass. Robbo, we will <laughs> chat again next week. Good luck with the call, SENQ. Of course, if you're going to the game, download the app. You'll be able to hear all the pregame match information before 5 o'clock, the game itself, and then post-match as well. SEN app downloaded uh, from Google Play or uh, the App Store. Unbelievable stuff. It's the best way to listen to us as well. 13 13 55 if you want to be part of Queensland Sports' biggest conversation. We're going to be talking cricket straight after this. The international scheduling. The Gabba is the fifth test of the year, the last test of the summer. What? Is it because of the Gabba, the stadium? Are we that far down the pecking order? Crash Craddock next.